you get under contract, you get to inspect it. You got to update your underwriting to make sure that your expenses that you assume are going to be spent on rehabbing the property are the same or less or more. Anything that the seller needs to repair, we're going to go back and say, hey, you got to fix the roof or you got to do whatever it is. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall DeCleared. Let's go, baby. All right. All right. Welcome back. It has been a minute. I want to say Happy New Year and Happy Holidays to everybody. We are jumping off and kickstarting this year. And I'm really looking forward to a lot of the interviews and things that we have lined up, new content, new things that we're doing. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the acquisition that we have on the 24-unit deal that we talked about on one of the last episodes. And we're just going to kick it off and kind of go through and cover that. Again, love having you here. Really appreciate the feedback that you guys give, comments you guys are putting on the YouTube channel and on any of the other shorts and that sort of stuff that we're putting out. We're trying to put out a bunch of good content for you. Um, If you're getting value out of the show, please jump on, rate, review. Always helps us out to get those reviews on there so we can get great guests every single week that we are running this thing. So let's kick it off, talk about the 24-unit Starlight acquisition. Let's go. Okay. So some of the things that we are working on currently, we are getting loan commitments from lenders or term sheets, really. We've gone through the due diligence. It's been difficult to get into some of those units. Surprisingly, it's only a 24-unit deal. So we are in the process of actually going through and taking pictures. We use an app called Asana. So we go in and we actually document every single unit. You know, We're going to go take pictures of every single thing before we go through. We're going to build our scope of work so that we know exactly what it's going to cost us. When we initially underwrite a deal, we're kind of looking at it and saying, you know, this is probably going to cost about $5,000 a door. Now we're getting to the point where it's like, oh, unit 10 needs X, Y, and Z, and that thing's going to cost us three grand. And unit 24 is actually going to be seven grand, right? So we're going through that process right now, dealing with insurance. So you got to get insurance on the property or at least get insurance quotes. So being a 70s vintage property with a flat roof and window units, it's interesting talking to insurance carriers about that. One of the big things to always look out for when you're buying anything that's around the 70s is aluminum wiring in the property. And so that's an inspection item or on some of these apartments, you're typically just getting your trades out there and they're looking at these things. So electricians are going out, plumbers going out, making sure that repairs that they say that have been done and that any repairs that I didn't notice or didn't see when I first went out there and toured the property, they're going to add those up and tally those things up. So it's really interesting going through this whole process. If you have not done it, I'm going to probably do some actual video on site so that again, I can go through and say, look, I'm looking at this. Here's some of the issues that I noticed when I go through there and through the property. So let's go ahead and highlight a few things. So on this property, on smaller multis, if you're trying to get into this space, smaller multis, a couple of things that I've noticed. Your expenses, like I can add a ton of value to this property very easily through reducing some of the expenses. And the way you do that, we've talked about it before, or I've talked about it before, you're trying to increase the net operating income on the property. So if I look at a line item and that line item says that, let's say trash for this property right now, they're paying about $10,000 a year in trash. That's pretty expensive and I can't figure out why. And so I just shopped around. We figured out that the expense for trash should be about 140 bucks a month or $3,3300 a year. So I'm able to reduce already, I can tell, $7,000 from the expenses, which therefore increases my set my cash flow from this property by $7,000. So if you take that and you do 
this is how you can quickly determine a value, right? I get the calculator up and I go, all right, so I'm saving 7,000 or I'm adding $7,000 of net operating income. You divide it by kind of the cap rate of what's going in. Like, I feel like this property should be about a six and a half percent cap rate. So divided by 6.5%, just changing that one thing, I've added about $105,000, $107,000 of value to this property. Crazy, right? And so that is what I'm going through and looking at right now. So you do your initial underwrite on the property. You get under contract, you get in, you get to inspect it. You got to update your underwriting to make sure that, again, your expenses that you assume are going to be spent on rehabbing the property are the same or less or more, whatever it is. Anything that the seller needs to repair, like we're going to go back and say, hey, you got to fix the roof or you got to do whatever it is. So we're going through that process. And so again, I'm just hunting for ways to increase the net operating income on this property. One thing that we're going to do, we've looked back at some of the old photos. There was a laundry room set up in this property. They have a building for it. It's like a small little shed type deal that was finished out. They were using for an office, but for a 24 unit, there's absolutely no need to have somebody on site, right? So we're going to convert that back into a laundry room. So that'll add additional income because no one has laundry on site at this place. There's no room for it in the units. There's no connections for it in the units. And so by simply putting in two washers, two dryers, we can increase the income that we get on a monthly basis because people are going to be in there paying for it. So let's again, assume that you're going to earn even $2,000 a year, which is on the low, but that would increase the value of the property by another $30,000. So one of the things that we are always looking at is the return on investment, right? For those dollars spent. The return on investment is calculated by taking the actual cash that is being produced not the value increase, right? So if I'm getting $2,000 per year on a $5,000 spend, then it's a 40% return on investment, right? So just things like that. Like I don't want to put a dollar into the property if it's not going to hit a few metrics, like a number of metrics, unless you have to, right? If I have to redo the roof, like that has to be done. But on like unit upgrades, if I'm going to spend $5,000 on a unit, then I want 70% to 20% return on investment, meaning I need to increase the rents for that unit in order to get a 17% return on that $5,000. And so stuff like that is what we're constantly looking at right now on this property. With Texas, and I think in many different states, like property taxes have become a big thing. Insurance has become a big thing. And so we are talking to our tax attorney to make sure that we can challenge any taxes and make sure that we're going to be right with our underwriting with what the property is going to be assessed at once we close on it. Because typically you're getting an increase in your tax bill once you close and the insurance as well. We're underwriting this one at I think 800, 850 a door for the actual expense on the insurance. And so you want to make sure that that number is accurate because right now they're paying probably like 450 to $500 per door on their current insurance policy. And we just know that insurance has increased significantly in the last few years. So little things like that, again, you're shoring up, you're making sure that all your little check boxes and items that you have to do are being done. And then you're making a plan for the property. So that's, again, what we're doing. I'm going through looking at all the units, making sure that I know that we're going to be able to get an increase in the rents once we add value to the property. So it's very cool. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have if you're going through this process as well. If you're looking at a property yourself and um, you want to reach out to me, podcast at Agents Building Cashflow, that'll get to me. All right. Another point that I want to bring up before we jump off of this pod is going to be that we've got the crowdfund up and running for our single family investment fund. Super, super easy for you to get involved. Go to the link in the show notes and you can start investing today. 
We're really going to hit that heavy this year. Our team is ready to go out and start acquiring properties in the fund instead of just doing it with our own cash and that sort of thing. So if you want, are, are looking to get invested in real estate this year and you're looking for a place that you can park some capital, we're offering up a 10% interest, 10% return annually that's going to be paid out monthly for jumping into this fund. So it's a monthly paycheck essentially coming to you based on all the work and effort that we're putting into the deal. So go on, jump on that link and take a look. Reach out to me if you have any questions. Again, I'll be your point of contact on that whole thing. So good catching up with you today and look forward to an awesome 2024. Let's go. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.